You're listening to The Don and Mike Show, powered by SMT Expo. Don Savela, owner and publisher of Exhibit City News and ExhibitCityNews.com, and Mike Morrison, national sales director of WS Display. The Don and Mike Show, a weekly podcast focused on trade show, event, and experiential marketing industries in today's world. And now, from our studios just outside of Atlanta, here is Don and Mike. Do you need something new, fresh, and exciting to drive attention at your event? SMT Expo Systems is bringing you the one-of-a-kind Toolless Fabric Booth System. Customize it with brandable logos or images and sell it as sponsorship opportunities. Use it to create a zone on the show floor and more. Connect with us today at smtexpo.com to get more information and ideas. It's EDP Access 2022 on the Don and Mike Show. I'm Mike Morrison, National Sales Director for WS Display, welcoming you to this Friday show. We are in San Antonio, Texas. This is the second time in three years we are back at La Cantera Resort. And my sidekick, Don Savela, is sitting right next to me, or a couple of chairs over. And we're ready to start talking about edpa access don it's been good so far this is uh, the night of the gala and uh we're ready to uh about the halfway point actually uh for the rest of the of the conference but uh, we've had a good conference so far wouldn't you think for sure it's great to get that full day of uh educational uh stuff behind us uh, a lot of stuff everyone learned and now we're starting to have all these fashionistas walking in on us yeah this is kind of crazy i mean we've Golly, this is my 21st EDPA access. I've missed a couple in the middle, but uh, for the most part, have been at uh, pretty much all of them. And uh, we were here, as I mentioned a few seconds ago, that uh, two years ago, back in COVID 2020, we were here. Uh, Chris Griffin termed it the Mighty Fighting 100. Uh, we were probably just under 100 people that were here. And uh, now we're, I think we're knocking on the door of 300. Have we heard a count yet, Don? No, no nothing official, but I, I think you're right about in the area there. We, we know it's very well attended, and uh, I hope we hit a record. Yeah, it was full on in the, in the uh, house today. So really excited about that, and we're excited to uh, wrap things up here on the uh, transition of uh, presidency that we see here at the President's uh, Gala. Uh, we'll have uh, more information about that a little later on. Uh, joining us now is Jim Worm. Uh, Jim, no stranger to the Don and Mike show from EACA, executive director of that organization, always able to make it here. Were you here two years ago when you when we had it? No, I didn't make it here that year. I was in transition housewise and uh, in the middle of taking care of some business at home. Well, you know, that was uh, that, that was a very challenging year in itself. The last year in itself in 21 was not all that great, uh, but better. And now we've seemingly had a little chaotic 2022, and hopefully things will uh, balance out as we get ready to move into 23. Is that kind of what you're hearing? Oh, for sure. I mean, the, the common word here is that, well, as slow as everybody was in 20 and 21, 2020, 2022 has been just that busy. Uh, everybody has been swamped. Staff shortages have added to the, uh, the challenge as well as business coming back in uh, gangbuster style. And really, uh, the, the education so far, we've gone, had a full day of, uh, of speakers talking about different subjects, everything from 
you know, uh, uh, selling your business to uh, hiring for your business and, and all kind of decision making type of uh, uh, education topics that we would normally see. And uh, uh, so which, but just the fact that we're back. Uh, I did an introduction of us, one of the keynote speakers, and uh, one of the first things I said was, we should give ourselves a round of applause for being back now, uh, face-to-face, uh, almost in full gear uh, to where we were pre, uh, pre-pandemic, and, uh, and we're getting there, and that's a great feeling. No doubt about it. I mean, that's, that's really the watchword. I think that there's just that, that element of gratitude for folks to be able to survive something that's just unforeseen and unpredictable. We call it the century event because this has never happened. Well, maybe if you go back to the Spanish flu after World War I, but other than that, uh, who's ever run into something like this before? And, you know, give a, a really a pat on the back to everybody in this industry because like the uh, session that the uh, future workforce people had today, uh, and they did these little uh, uh, BuzzFeed kind of uh, presentations of interviews on the street, what do you like best about this industry? The majority of the people said the people. The people in this industry that are creative, resourceful, uh, always able to, to come uh, stand up to a, a problem and find a, a creative solution. Well, that's what the people here have done. That's a great uh, point. Uh, that's a, a big thing, Don, that uh, EDPA is working on heavily is this uh, future workforce, future leaders organization aspect of EDPA. And that's something that uh, they take to heart. I know Michael McMahon has been on the show before talking about uh, that very subject. And I uh, see we, we see a lot of they have a booth here now uh, at the uh, engagement zone, what they're calling the what gets you'd call the exhibitor floor. And uh, they're out there talking it up. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And it's it's great to see that, you know, they poured a lot of time and resources and energy into it. And it's great to see it start to bear some fruit. And, uh, yeah, a lot of new faces here to blend in with a lot of the old-timers like us. If I could, Mike, that was something that actually was an issue even pre-pandemic. In our community at the EACA, one of the things that we had noticed is that the workforce that was on the show floor is aging, you know, approaching retirement. And we needed to find the the new blood, the, the new generation to come on the scene. So ourselves and EDPA even started on this project prior to the pandemic, but it only exacerbated because of the numbers of retirements and people that found other hunting grounds during the pandemic that we're all in desperate need of finding the new generation of workers in our industry. It is something, Don, if you'll remember, we actually talked, especially from the labor side, you and I talked about was uh, the average age from a labor side on the show floor. And it was probably what just a couple of years ago, if not maybe just a little longer than that, uh, the average age was like 50-something on the floor. Is that right? It, it sure was, Mike. And I, I just had this bad visual uh, coming back to a, a talk I had with uh, Stephen Benedetti out of Germany earlier today. And he told me he had to put down his cat, you know, a number of months ago. And I'm wondering if the labor thing will get, like a city manager has to bring out some of the older people that just can't make it anymore and put them down. Oh gosh, let's let's don't uh, consider that morbid thought. But uh, what, what do you think, Jim? Is that where we need to go? No, I, I <laughs> hope we can find a, a, a more creative solution than that. But I, I think that there are there the building blocks are being put in the right place. I mean, the the ideas that we've had in in, in play before the pandemic was to start to reach out uh, to. Uh, kids even at the high school level who may not think that the college uh, path is is the one for them if they're if they're thinking of a trade school uh, or a, a, a uh, some kind of other uh, vocational school 
that they they just need to learn about our industry. We're the we're the hidden industry, as everybody says. And once folks that have that creative energy and those those skills find it, I think they'll love it. Well, it's a, it's a good point you make. It was a couple of weeks ago we had Sammy Bliss on the show from uh, ASV out of Los Angeles. And one of the first things we talked about, and, and I think everyone here can concur, nobody for the most part, now they're from the design aspect and maybe a couple of others, go to school and say, I'm going to be in the trade show industry. For the most part, it's going to be they fell into it, they've gravitated to it, an opportunity came up and they, they went that way. But it's very rare that you would hear somebody say, I'm going in the trade show industry, wouldn't you think? No doubt about it. I mean, I, I, I think if you interviewed anybody here, they would. T- the first question that if we wanted to really know their background is how did you trip over this industry? Because I knew nothing about it. In fact, the connection that I had that really gravitated me toward, I was looking for work. I had a, a good friend in Atlanta that I was doing some networking with, and he said, well, why don't you come work for me? I said, this is Jack McIndee owned a company called IND. I said, I, I've known you for two years. I don't even know what you do. He goes, well, come down to the show floor with me on Saturday, and I'll show you. It was the banking show. And I went, oh, I know what this is. He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, I played baseball in college, but all my best friends were in performing arts. So I get what's going on here. He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, we used to work together to build sets for for the productions in the theater district, in the theater program at uh, at school. And so this is... This looks like business theater to me, so I like I like the energy. I like I like the whole vibe about it. That's funny. I um I was in broadcast and um, I had a low power radio business in Atlanta up until the planes hit the towers, and when that happened, ancillary uh, income went away from nonprofits and the the audience that I was selling to. So uh, I had an interview with Octonorm, and all of a sudden, because they needed a regional sales director. Uh, boom, I'm there. And I've been in it now 22 years. And uh, Don, it seems like 88 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You move so fast, you don't know how many years are piling up behind you. You're always looking forward. And then when you finally do look backward, it's like, oh my. And, you know, I've seen some people here today that they were their first time here at Access, you know, young, young people, and the, the beam, beaming smiles on their face are just so excited. And that's the energy they've got to bring to it and replenish us that's expelled so much energy over the years and decades. That's for sure, Don. I I echo that comment. Uh, Thinking back, and Mike, you mentioned the number of years you've been at Access. I think my first Access was in 1983 or something like that. And uh, talking about the the topic of diversity, equity, and inclusion today, uh, and the the fact that our audience isn't the most diverse that one could find. I was thinking, yeah, well, you should have seen it in 1983. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine. That's a a little different look, I'm sure. Um, And now diversity, uh, inclusion, that was part of of our discussions today. Um, You'll obviously hear some noise in the background. We always uh, have this. Normally, we have it away from the noise of the reception, which is the uh, gala, President's Gala reception and silent auction that's going on right now. And in, uh, right here in the exhibit engagement zone, exhibitor engagement zone. So I'm in my booth, the WS booth. And um, so we just took advantage of, of setting up in here where everybody's at because it's easy to pluck people in and talk to them on the uh, on the podcast. So uh, uh, you'll hear a little noise. Just ho- hopefully you'll bear with us and hear us out as we try to mix that in. 
Yeah, for those of you that are haven't been and, and don't not understand how the scene might look, if you've seen a broadcast from the NFL owners meeting, you know, where the ESPN broadcaster on the floor is trying to tell you who's making the latest trade, that's what's going on here right now. And with a lot of alcohol, to say the least. There's a significant amount, Don, of of um, a liquor and beer and uh, I would imagine a touch of soft drinks going around. Or, or as we like to call it, business lubricant. Yeah, yeah WD-40 in a, a liquid sense. So that's what's happening here at EDPA Access, EDPA Access rather, for uh, 2022. And uh, what we're going to do is take a quick timeout. When we come back, uh, we'll have uh, one of the interviews uh, with one of our guests that are here. And uh, then after that, uh, Don and I will come back and wrap things up after this. YourEventAudio.com provides closed-circuit audio turnkey solutions for all live events, outdoor concerts, festivals, private radio remote broadcasts, language translations, speaker extension, and much more. With the new COVID-19 normal in place, YourEventAudio.com can help with your event. Go to the website, youreventaudio.com, and see the videos of previous applications and let us start helping with your event tomorrow at youreventaudio.com. Don Savelli here with the Don and Mike Show, this being our Friday, December the 9th episode, and we've got a special guest just dropped by our desk here, and it's Chris Griffin, owner of TS Crew, based in Central Florida, offering services nationwide. And he's also uh, an industry advocate. And we've got Chris here to talk to us today. Hey, great to be with you guys. Always and in, and in person, which is what a treat. It's great. Good to see you out here. Hey, Chris, thanks for all you've done, uh, you know, on behalf of our industry uh, all the way through COVID and uh, right now pouring it on and, uh, you know, what, what's on your mind? You mentioned today that there's one last chance if it's not signed by January 1st, then that, that money that's sitting there will just go back into the big purse. Oh, yeah. First of all, thanks again for inviting me in, guys. And uh, gr- great to be here at EDPA Access in San Antonio, Texas. So we are, um, as you and I spoke earlier, Don, advocacy is going to be changing its face. But uh, what we all remember it and know it as for the last two years, which is really um, up on Capitol Hill, trying to make sure that there's financial assistance for the at-risk companies in our industry. There is still a $3.8 billion fund that was uh, allocated for distressed companies that we fit the criteria for that has not been assigned yet. And uh, so our advocacy work through ECA, the Exhibition and Conferences Alliance, um, we're taking a, we're, we're taking a, a hard final run trying to claw that back and, and make sure it goes to its intended uh, recipients. So Tommy Goodwin's leading that charge for us. Uh, I will be honest, it's a slim chance that that's going to actually happen. Um, but uh, we, we have learned in our short time on Capitol Hill, um, really big things can happen in a lame duck Congress. And so the money is officially gone and dead come January 2nd. But we're going to be like that runner rounding the bases, trying to get the in-the-park home run right up until January 2nd to try to slide into home and and make sure that uh, we can line up some support to try and get that allocated. But, we'll again, tough tough stretch, but um, hopeful. Yep. I remember when you started this, you said it's going to be a full-court press. It's going to be full-court all the way, and let's take it to the deadline. That's all we can do. Well, here's the good news, Don. I mean, you and I are here. We haven't seen a turnout at EDPA Access like this in some time. 
Um, there's nobody here raising their hand desperately needing more government money, and that's a good thing. I think everybody now is focused on um, uh, the, the, the main issue at hand, I, and, and this will be the new face of advocacy, and that is um, addressing the shortage in, in the workforce and how do we find and attract and train and onboard um, the talent to uh, that can fulfill the work that our robust industry is feeling right now. Right. And, and, you know, we're always going to be facing some kind of issue. You know, we, we've seen it over the decades. You know, the economy goes up, the economy goes down, the economy goes up, it turns around. Um, it's good to have active people. That was a little poetic. <laughs> I mean, I, if, do you, I, could, I could beatbox this thing for you. Stranger you things have You happened. want to turn this into a Don and Mike theme song. Right. No, I, I, I'm just saying, thanks for that. I'm just saying it, it's good to have good people trying to protect what we've already built in this industry and trying to push us forward, sometimes dragging the rest of us with you. Thank goodness for people like you, Chris, and the, the you know, a dozen maybe key people, you being right up there, the top one or two, and, uh, you know, you're, you always share the credit. I think you're a little too modest. Well, listen, I really appreciate saying that. I, there really are a lot of folks um, that, that have, and would you agree that um, one thing that's come out of this near extinction event and what we've all gone through is it's pulled us closer together. I think the, the level of volunteerism has really come about. I will tell you that um, talking with our other association shareholders in the ECA and the, and the Exhibition Conferences Alliance, they are blown away about how the EDPA community just shows up. And when you look at the participation in surveys, exhibitions day, they will say that 40% of all participation is coming from our audience. So um, love that our tribe shows up. Yeah, that says a lot about our people. Uh, you know, when you're down towards the bottom of the food chain and you're fighting, fighting, and fighting, and I mean that in a lovingly way. I mean, you know, uh, there's a, we want to leave the industry better than we found it, and that was part of uh, the session earlier today. And that's always a good thing to keep in mind because you know the industry's been so good to so many of us for so long. No, no, you're right, and uh, you, yeah, fear is a great motivator, right? And so we learn. We learned that in the last two years to show up and really um, and get involved. So, and I love you mentioned the sessions before about you know leaving the industry behind. Some of this I think happens with guys like us as we get older. You know, you it's we've supported our families and we've 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 made a great living and you feel um, you feel the draw to to start to give back and bring along the next group. And uh, even the speakers, uh, you know, Bill Rancic was incredible. Um, one of my favorite movies, it's the one that I can never pass when I'm flipping around, The Rookie, which is the Jimmy Morris story, uh, was, was you know, one of our opening guest speaker, which was great. And then Amy today talking about, um, you know, how to succession planning and, and exit strategy. I mean, we've got a, got a lot of people in our industry that are, Maybe not ready to leave it, but they're they're certainly thinking about an exit strategy. And she was wonderful at reminding us of all the things you got to think about um, to build enterprise value back in your company. So I, I just I can't say enough about how happy I am with how the event turned out this year. Yeah, we're talking with Chris Griffin. Uh, you're talking about industry advocacy and keeping us up to date with uh, efforts that they're doing. Uh, Chris, I know you want to get out there and uh, mingle with the the group here. And also, Mike, I hear the Pied Piper ringing that that the annoying little chime thing if she hit that daggum thing one more time i was going to lose my religion because she hit it like right here in my ear i do want to say one thing to chris though because uh, just a few weeks ago you did come on the show 
and with advocacy taking the turn the way it is, I, I like the fact, and you and I discussed this on the front end of our interview about your video casts that you're doing now to reach out and share your knowledge. And uh, I applaud you for that. I think that more people, as technology uh, becomes more prevalent, uh, and as it is, we've got to take advantage of that and share. And uh, the videos that you're doing and the, uh, the little snippets that you're sharing out there, these bite-sized nuggets of information that the new industry people can learn from, even some older people in the industry can learn from, uh, you do an excellent job of that, and I applaud you on that. Man, first of all, thank you for that. I'm, you know... It, this isn't being videotaped, and, I, and, I, and I'm, we're not really trying to do video, but what the group, the young guys that are teaching me, and quite frankly, they're kicking my ass about, about how to do this properly. Um, I keep thinking of you guys. You guys are the OGs in our industry. Four years, every week, without fail, you are putting, putting it out there. Now, you've got a show, and, and really the idea was um, what got me through... Um, the, the, the pandemic and all the disruption was talking to, you know, owner friends and smart people and just, you know, Sharon and I, how are we getting through this? And we were there for each other. And these conversations were amazing. So I thought, why can't we start to record some of these? Because, you know, I'm having 10 or 12 of those a week and they're, they're great people. And uh, so we've, you know, we've talked about the death spiral, you know, that small businesses need to stay out of. And we've talked about how different it is to qualify a new opportunity and we've just recently started talking about workforce and and what the what what hiring needs to look like and and so um the thought was can we create a library of these discussions either in snackable bites or you know full loaves and um and i you know they're not saying this guys but i called mike and and don and i said um total respect I, this is not a product that's competing i just we're trying to just create something for the EDPA community and uh, and you were all very, very gracious with the wisdom and, and uh, tips to share. So thank you for that and thanks for the plug. Experience Builders is the name of it. Hashtag Experience Builders. Is that kind of where you can find it or yes. just Experience Builders? That's okay. it. Spotify, Apple Podcasts and there's uh, YouTube you can find it as well. Oh, I could give you some more places you can put it. Well, uh, G-rated. Of I'm course. sorry. It's, look at the time. I think we, is that the producer giving us the signal over there, Mike? Is that a wrap-up oh. I'm seeing? Oh. Okay, uh, it's it's Chris Griffin, and and man, I appreciate you taking time. I know it, we need to go. Uh, it's the gala is about to as we get started, and we appreciate you listening in. We'll be back to wrap things up after this. Dress your next event for success with SMT Expo Systems. From disposable trash receptacles and table skirts in a variety of colors to vinyl tabletops in all sizes, SMT Expo Systems has the solutions for your exhibit needs. Offering direct from manufacturer pricing enables us to pass through significant cost savings to our clients. Visit smtexpo.com to see how we have you covered. You're listening to The Don and Mike Show. Hey, welcome back to the Don and Mike Show. Don Savale here, and what an interview with Chris Griffin, industry advocate extraordinaire. You know, in addition to running his own business um, out of Florida, nationwide business, and he makes all this time to do things for our industry. Mike, we are blessed to have people like Chris Griffin. Chris Griffin was one of our biggest advocate, or is our biggest advocate. I would say probably the biggest advocate we have for the podcast. Um, I know he said it in this interview, and he said it uh, interview earlier in the year. Uh, actually, it was just a couple of months ago uh, when we we launched his podcast, uh, video cast, 
and he said you know, called us the original ogs of podcasting and uh kind of gave us a little props there and and uh he's always uh, very uh, gracious in his comments and very appreciative of him supporting the the, the podcast uh i tried to help where i could with advocacy uh with him and uh tommy goodwin and uh, getting ready now to to pack bags again and go to louisville for uh iaee expo expo it's right around the corner have one more break uh, one week and then turn around and, and pack and go that'll be a, a blast as well a lot of information coming up on that but um and, and by the way uh at this point of the show we now know that chris griffin was the hazel hayes award winner for 2022 that award was named after a lady you know that history right Oh, with that, without a doubt, it's EDPA's very top award. And Hazel Hayes was an industry activist with the EDPA. I don't know. I don't mean that in a strong thing, but she was a promoter of our industry back, I believe, through the fifties into the sixties, Mike. And it is our top award. And I don't know if we were allowed to say that on the show, but Chris Griffin deserves every ounce of that award. Yes, he um, he earned it. I just thought I'm a little ticked off because he's younger than I am. And I thought all the Hazel Hayes Award winners would be in the industry for like, I don't know, 60 plus years or something. Yeah. You know, the minute he won that, I was thinking to myself, is he the youngest winner of it? And then I realized as I'm getting older, I keep looking at everybody thinking they're younger and they're like us. <laughs> I think he's about four, four or five years younger than me. I'm 60 or about to be 60. So uh, tough to get old. And, um, but we've enjoyed this opportunity to be back in San Antonio. Uh, it was a little part of the loudness earlier. As you could tell, they've all gone to the after party now. Um, we will finish up this month with interviews that we've done from here. Uh, got a few coming up with, um, uh, we'll see, we had Jim Worm tonight, Chris Griffin, uh, uh, Jay Burkett we talked to uh, from uh, TrustWorks. Uh, he's now uh, doing consulting work there, kind of semi-retired, but still working. Great guy. We also interviewed uh, Michael McMahon, who was our 2022 Ambassador of the Year Award, a guy who has really done, um, done his thing with future leaders and the future workforce program, uh, committee galores uh, with EDPA, and earned every bit of that honor. Yeah. I mean, we're blessed to be here. We're blessed to be part of this industry. And tonight is the culmination of, uh, of the whole year for EDPA. You know, this is the big event, the big dinner, the big night. And a lot of people walked away with a lot of uh, well-deserved honors tonight. And that's great. Uh, we got another day. Uh, before we wrap things up and head home, of course, by now we you know, are all back home and uh, getting ready for IAEE Expo Expo. So we appreciate you taking time out, checking out the Don and Mike show for this December the 2nd, 2022. He's Don on Mike. Thanks for listening. As always, powered by SMT Expo.